Hello lovely people and welcome back to another episode of A Teen's POV where we discuss the raw reality of modern teenage life through all its ins and outs. I hope you're having a great day. Now I wanted to start off by saying thank you, thank you to everyone listening and I, I just think it's a nice way to start every episode. Um, but yes, thank you for everyone listening and... If you're new here, welcome. If you're not new here, then welcome back. And do not forget to tap the stars at the top of the episode because I figured out how that works now. So leave me a rating. That would be great. Or any reviews or anything. But yeah, on Spotify, you can do the thing with the stars. Anyway, on to today's topic. You will have read the title of the episode, of course, but we are going to be talking about one of my favourite things to talk about, and that's fitting in. With a lot of other things, of course, but um, <laughs> not to sound like a pick-me, but I never really saw myself fitting in, like, growing up, and now even, but I guess how I've... um gone through it and the way that I accept that and change that has changed over the years but we're going to be talking about the quote unquote cool kids and also I wanted to talk about how fashion and the way that you present yourself fits into all of this as well because that is where I actually started thinking about it because me personally I find well, fashion is a very important part of my life, and it always has been, but it's also very important, like, presentation is very important when we meet new people and around the assumptions that we make about people. That's what I wanted to talk about. And we've also got how, first of all, fashion is the first step towards learning someone's personality, the difference between who you are, who you pretend to be, and who you want to be, we will talk about, and why it's ingrained with us so much that we need to quote-unquote fit in. And I'm also going to be talking about aesthetics and stereotypes, which is slightly different to what I normally talk about but it also does fit in quite nicely to this topic. So getting straight into it I want to start off with the cool kid complex and first of all I just made that up and it also has a nice ring to it. (laughs) Second I'm sure we all know who I'm talking about especially if you're in high school And I can't really say anything for the adult world because can't say I've ever been there, done that. But as teenagers, there's definitely that one group, always. And most of the time, it's fake, in case you haven't realised. As in, like, the, the, (laughs) the hype, the hype that they get. Most people have realised this by now, but if you haven't, there you go. none of it's real it's all fake all of the hype is fake everyone's just as uh, we're we're all going through the human experience obviously 
they vary to certain degrees, sometimes a lot, sometimes not so much, but we're all human and we can bond over that. But funny enough, it was fashion that got me thinking about the cool kid complex as well. Because fashion is your first impression, your self-expression, and the first glimpse into you as a person. And I'm sure we can all think of that friend group where everyone dresses the same or really similar. Similar styles, similar colour palettes, you know. Then when you think about the way that they act in a united front or whatever you could call them, it kind of fits into the way that they dress themselves. Try and imagine someone dressed differently to the way that they were dressed, trying to quote-unquote fit in with them. It just wouldn't look right, would it? So it's cool how the way that you present yourself also ties in to the people that you hang out with or where you feel like you belong. And just like that works with fashion, it also works with if you if you didn't actually fit into that group, you could always um, appear to fit into that group by dressing the same way that they do, even if it doesn't resonate with how you want to dress. Which is what got me thinking about all of this as well, is that we could also pretend to be something that we're not and try to force ourselves into certain groups. But when has anyone ever been happy that way? As human beings, we tend to group people, group everything. We categorise everything, even each other. And that's where this whole stereotype thing kind of comes into which I will talk about later but if we look at we've looked at the so-called cool kids then you look at the other side of the scale at the so-called weird kids and I'm not talking about the pygmies who say that they're different just so that they can you know garner attention towards themselves that they otherwise would not have received But I'm talking about the people who aren't scared to stay true to their authentic selves, aren't scared to present themselves in a way that might be abrasive to the common eye or might be different and might be judged. And this is actually how I used to be. Oh, and it wasn't that bad, if I'm going to be honest, but it just, it felt weird for me because, like I said before, fashion has always been a big part of who I am. And I had a phase where I purposely tried dressing like everyone else. I purposely stopped dressing how... I would want to or experimenting with my fashion and just stuck to what was popular so that I wouldn't 
I wouldn't receive any scrutiny. And actually that was a time where everything like socially in my life was kind of all over the place. So it made sense. But now, especially now that I'm out of that, I find that it's quite liberating being able to experiment with your fashion and feel like even though people might put you into a stereotype, into a box, like surprising them, giving them something that they might not expect from you. And it doesn't just have to be in fashion. It could be in any form of self-expression. But for me, that's what it is. And to add to that as well, uh, I live in Australia, a Western country, but my parents are Indian and I'm brown and I never actually acknowledged this or realised it until I was a bit older, but as when I was younger, I used to try and overcompensate and dress more Western or dress more like the others so that I could fit in. I did, honestly speaking, honestly speaking, looking back, I did so much just so that I could fit in or at least feel like I could fit in. But here's the catch. Here's the catch. No one actually fits in. <laughs> and it took me a while to realise this. But no, you're, you're different to everyone out there. Obviously, we all have our similarities. But no one is you. And instead of conformity being subtly celebrated... It should be diversity being celebrated. And yes, on a surface level, we are trying to do that in many ways through the media, through just day-to-day conversations. But there's only so much you can do at a surface level that probably won't affect or impact the deeper level that has been ingrained for such a long time. But I wanted to say that it starts with your outer presentation and ends with your inner world. And I'm just going to say it. Fitting in is stupid. Who even made it a thing? How can we fit in when not any one person is the same? Like I just said. So, no. If you feel like you don't fit in, don't worry, none of us do. We pretend to by wearing the same clothes and doing the same things and using the same colloquialisms, which is where trends come into play, by the way. But it's true. We we do so much to try and be similar to each other and feel like we're part of a community and no one knows how... Not many people know how to be part of a community and feel like we belong to a community without, without overriding diversity. We have three selves. Who you are, who you pretend to be, and who you want to be. And 
that's what I mentioned at the start of this episode. We'll see a combination of the three within ourselves any day in our lives. And you'll see a combination of the three in other people too. And most of the people you meet every day have an act on display. Even I do. Sometimes. But here's the thing. You need to ask yourself who you're doing it for. Who, who, are you dressing up like that because you want to please somebody? Or are you dressing up like that because you want to please yourself because it makes you feel good about yourself? Are you acting that way because it feels natural? Or are you acting that way because you know that someone else wouldn't like it if you acted the way that you normally do? Are you posting that picture because you need validation and you need someone to tell you that you look good or the likes as instant gratification to make you feel good? Or are you posting it because you already feel good and you want to put your most confident foot forward? Those are the questions that I started asking myself when I realised. And I I keep saying when I realised, but it's not like it happened as an epiphany overnight. Like, it was gradual. It, It was gradual learning and understanding. Before I get into first impressions and assumptions, I also wanted to talk about not just the way you present yourself, but the things that you do. Now, at my school, there are lots of options for extracurricular activities, and I'm sure there are in most schools. And when I was starting off in high school, I used to do a lot of extracurricular activities at school, and so did a lot of my friends too. We all used to do them together. But something I noticed and have actually noticed in not just my, like, immediate friends and year group, but in a lot of year groups, is that as time passed, those numbers for people doing extracurricular dwindled. And sometimes, yes, it was because people got busier and whatever, but most of the time it was because they didn't like the stigma that was attached to whatever activity that they were doing. And I could probably go into this in another episode about letting go of judgment because that was also a very pivotal point of my life when I stopped caring about what people thought of me. But actually, (laughs) a great example of things like other activities and things that you could do that get stigmatised is this podcast. (laughs) I've had my fair share of uh, interesting, interesting responses from my peers on this podcast, and I knew that was going to happen, but I was ready for it. And I'm sure there are lots of people out there 
who would love to start their own podcast but haven't even tried because they're too scared of of being different or not not being different of trying something new doing something yeah trying something new that not everyone might do and not fitting in and let me tell you yes it might have been easier when I did dim myself for everyone else and I did dull my light just so that I could fit in it might have been easier but now I feel so much freer even though I might get um hated upon or even though I might get looks and stares and whatever it's so much more liberating to just not try to be something that you're not and not try to please other people and actually speaking about pleasing other people I could do another episode on people pleasing as well and how to how to manipulate people-pleasing tendencies. That would be a good episode. So let me know if you want to hear that. But on to first impressions and assumptions. Think of the first time you've met someone. Did you act differently from what you would with your friends? By observing the way they hold themselves, their presentation, manner of speech and presence, you have already likely made many assumptions upon who they are as a person all within the first few seconds as humans we always find ourselves putting people into boxes assuming things usually to more detriment than benefit that's where the concept of fitting in comes from and yes sometimes assumptions can be useful because if you see someone that looks dodgy on the street you're you're going to kind of steer clear of them and that would be an assumption you don't actually know if they're dodgy or not but by observing what you can of this person you've made an assumption that might be to your benefit but I think it's the over assuming almost culture that we've kind of created amongst ourselves um like taking certain people who listen to a certain music and say that these people are like this and actually I have a brain to pick with zodiac signs and I know it sounds ironic coming from me because if you know me you would know that I'm into astrology somewhat but I think mainstream zodiac signs are way too stereotypical and if I'm gonna be technical about it I'd say your rising sign is more personal than your sun sign but that's not the point here there are so many things in in our modern culture internet culture especially that are stereotypes that put people into boxes like think of all all those uh starter kit thing of what what is you know what I'm talking about the starter pack posts on Instagram and stuff where it's I know most of them are a joke but it doesn't 
stop the fact that if you did see someone with, uh, I don't even know, if you did see someone wearing frilly white socks and a pink frilly dress, you'd assume that they were a cutesy soft person. I don't know. That was the first example that came to my head. But that's where I go into stereotypes versus aesthetics. We get put into stereotypes by others, like books organised categorically in a bookstore. We choose our aesthetic like we choose the clothes we wear, which essentially ends up feeding into each other. I think that the way that you present yourself makes such a difference about how you feel about yourself. Without the fear of not fitting in, we can be whatever, whoever we want, shamelessly. And, yeah, it's basically everything I just said. Like, people make assumptions, which is fine. But it's when we start to create ideals in our head, that's where things go wrong. And not to say that I know anything really about relationships, but I think that's also where the whole falling in love with someone's potential stems from as well. Or it it could even come down to friendships as well. Seeing someone and assuming things about them and thinking that they could be like this one day or had the potential to be like this one day is quite a toxic trait. And I know a lot of us do it as well. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk about is safety in numbers. And it's kind of been an overarching um, theme throughout all of these points that I've made. But it's so much easier to just be a sheep in the herd, a bystander. But in the end, it comes down to what's important to you. And it's all just your choice. Do you want to be like everyone else? Or do you want to do what feels right to you? And it's also kind of comes back to peer pressure as well, which I did make an episode about peer pressure, so you can go back and listen to that if you're interested. But I know that, at least for me, I definitely felt the pressure of having to need a boyfriend for a while because everyone else had one and it was just like all the rage like (laughs) having a boyfriend is trendy you know but yeah and then I figured out that it just didn't sit right with me and it didn't resonate with me but I was just doing what everyone else was doing. That brings me to our reflection questions. So, I want you to ask yourself, am I acting out of seeking validation from others? 
Is this what is important to me? Do I really need to fit in? Is there something new I want to try but have been holding myself back from with the fear of judgment from others? That brings me to the end of this episode. If you've listened this far, thank you very much. Don't forget to leave a rating or review and tell me what you thought. Tell me what you'd like to see next time. And you can follow me on Instagram at dia.bengra and feel free to let me know what you thought because I love to hear from you guys. So... That is all for today. I hope to see you next time on a teen's POV. Bye.